Hello there and welcome to the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host because apparently we learned nothing from last time, Liam Baker. We have Rich, who is not quite as tall as a pint, but bigger than a shot. (laughs) Hello. And our very own Wizard of Oz from behind the curtain, we have Tim. Good evening. And apparently we'll be... uh, joined later on because he's running late by oh my god i forgot his name <laughs> really danny devito's body double and <laughs> all oh, right you, you can remember danny devito's name i was like oh, okay i get it that's uh, that's fine i mean like um this is the usual thing like for weeks ben's obviously been running late because he's starting up the laptop so he's probably running late and then realized he's had to start the laptop up tonight so, uh, yes, he will come uh, crashing in like Miley Cyrus on a wrecking ball at some point. Oh, that's an image be, for later. <laughs> he'll be crawling into the podcast like Danny DeVito crawling out a sofa in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. If none of you know what that is, please YouTube it. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm kind of deeply upset, but I'm not quite sure why. Why? I, I Come on. No, it's just that there's a general lingering feeling of unease about your last statement. I can't quite put my finger on it, so I think you should move on. <laughs> Watch the video and we'll all get over it together in the next episode where we do therapy. I watched a bit of Always Sunny in Philadelphia and then I went, oh, this isn't funny. And so I stopped watching it. It's okay to have opinions, Rich, even if they're wrong. So... It's the last episode ever of the, <laughs> ever of the year. So I think, as always, we should really like look over the last year. And I want to sit. I want to hear some highlights from the last year from you both. Uh, so we'll start with uh, we'll start with Rich and what? see what he's got for us. What are your highlights from the year? Are we talking X-wing? Or are we talking in general? We'll talk. We'll talk X-wing first because apparently that's why people listen to us. I can't remember what I did this year in X-Wing. Um, so the Sith Taker Open, when, whenever the last one was, was it in the summer? Was it last February, March time? Whenever It, it was, was February, yeah, because we, we had it for my birthday, didn't we? Oh, oh yeah, of course. How can I forget um, all these things we do for you, Liam? Um, so I really enjoyed that. It was amazing. Like We had people coming from kind of all over the um, country. Um, all over Europe. Um, we were just coming out of kind of COVID lockdowns and it was all a bit weird and everything went a bit odd. And we had, you know, loads of cancellation policies and stuff. And we were worried right up until the 11th hour that hardly anybody was going to turn up. And we still ended up with like, I think, 90 something players still turned up on the day um, and played. And that was fantastic. Um, the XTC, Ireland got into the finals. That was a highlight. Um, I didn't get to play in the finals, but you know, I knew that was going to be the case. But I got to cheer the team on. I think they finished seventh or something like that, which was really, really good. Um, so yeah, they qualify with style as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Spanked the Italians in round one. That was hilarious. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry to any Italians listening, but um, yeah, we um, we we rocked up and and were very rudely playing objectives and two point five, and they were like, ah, no we're not going to play. I'm not going to do an Italian accent. I nearly did, but I decided <laughs> not to. 
um, and they rocked up and decided that they weren't going to play 2.5. They were going to just try and play um, version 2. And um, so we beat them on objectives uh, in the first few. So they, they didn't manage to, to catch us up. So that was, um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I was sad not to get to play in the final, but, you know, I'd, um, a, a date with um, Disney World in Florida to, to keep up with. So, you know, I couldn't really pass that up. As much as I as I love online X Wing, I don't love it more than going to Galaxy's Edge and building my own lightsaber. So yeah. There you go. And you got that yellow Kyber crystal as well, right? Nope. <laughs> if anybody is going to Florida to Galaxy's Edge and you're gonna go anywhere near the merch shop, please buy a yellow 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 Kyber crystal. And tell me, and I will send you money <laughs> so you can send it to me. Um, but yeah, so I have two green ones now. He wants a third green one. N- no, please. <laughs> I can't do anything with the second green one that I now own, so it's probably going to go into the Sith Take Robin prize pot. If anybody wants it, <laughs> if anybody wants a Kyber crystal, they can't do anything with. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. To be I fair, I think the Sith Take a. The Sysaker open will benefit greatly from that trip, trip I think, weren't they? Oh, the yeah, man. Pictures you've got, shown. I've got, um, so I've got uh, Sabak decks that look really cool. I'm not sure if the game's any good. It's basically poker with bells and whistles, um, which, like poker, you need to have a bit of paper with what, what beats what because it's not ordinary cards. But you can um, win, you can win like Millennium Falcons and stuff like that, can't you? Yeah, yeah. If somebody's willing to bet the keys to their Millennium Falcon when they play against you, then yeah. um, crack on. Um, so I've got that. I've got holocrons for the winner. So they're getting a Jedi and a Sith holocron for the winner. And then um, we've ordered a ton of stuff from um, Cog. And I've got a few other bits and bobs for the, that I got that I picked up when I was in Florida that I'm probably going to bring along and um, stick on the prize table, like the thermal detonator pop bottles. I've got a spare one of those that doesn't belong to anybody. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be good. It'll be lovely. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. I love the last one. Sadly, no lightsaber for the winner this time around. We went for something different because the treasurer looked at me and said, "Do you know how much that lightsaber cost?" I was like, "I know exactly how much it cost." He was like, "And do you know how much over budget you went?" And I was like, "Was it the price of that lightsaber?" And he said, "Roughly." All right, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So we've we've had to with them. Um, First things change. We've not been able to do a lightsaber this year, but we've got something equally cool and a little bit different again. So, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. That's my non-X-Wing highlight of the year, by the way. I've got to Disney World. (laughs) I will say, uh, one of the big draws of a tournament for me is having a unique first-place thing. Like, it's all well and good getting a, a template tray, and I'd never be disappointed with it, and I'd quite enjoy it. I mean, I came third at the Sith Taker Open, two years ago and got a template train i was absolutely buzzing with that mm. but just the idea of getting something called like a lightsaber or something like that is it's really nice and it does uh get me a little more excited for a tournament yeah so we've gone with um there are template trays for first and second one says champion one says runner-up or whatever on it um but then the winner is also going to get so you get that for coming top two basically that's your top two prize and then the winner gets the sith holocrons or not the Sith holocrons, the Sith and Jedi holocrons. So, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun, and it's gonna be good. And I like giving stuff out as much as I would like to keep a lot of it. Um, 
I need some space in my office. Mrs. Polly's starting to get cross at the lack of floor space around me um, because there's <laughs> bags full of stuff that I need to give to people when when I see them in February. So, yeah, I'm, I'm massively looking forward to it right now. In a similar vein, I was put on a game-buying ban until we bought more storage by Yaz. So, <laughs> I understand. You can't buy anything else until you use what you've got. Oh, why? That's so harsh. She technically said no new games, so I found the workaround and bought expansions. <laughs> you went, did you go to Kex and trade in for second-hand ones? <laughs> <laughs> no. They don't sell second-hand board games, sadly. Oh, oh board games, not not console games or something. No, she should never stop me buying those. So, Tim, your highlights? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I don't talk about it a lot on the podcast, but obviously you guys know that work's been a bit of a, a pig this year. So, um, I mean, it, is, it has been for the last couple of years. But, um, you know, in-person X-Wing has been massive. Uh, and it's been great to be able to get back and actually have that as you know, a distraction and be able to go out and see places and, and see people either, you know, people I've I've known for years and get to sort of see them in, in person again or actually meet new people. So uh, I did earlier in the year make my way down to Excelsior Games in, uh, I want to say Bristol, or is it Bath? Yeah, it's them. Bristol, I think. Brist- Bristol, isn't it? It's one, one of the two. But um, yeah, it was great to see sort of Richard Greenaway and, and you know, the rest of the, the guys that were down uh, playing there um obviously we had uh, nationals uh slash you know games expo was was a lot of fun and great to see sort of you know everyone there um but i think yeah, obviously the main highlights got to have been hanover uh you know such a, a good laugh and obviously uh, i'll say nice th- things about ben now before he actually comes on the podcast because uh, i know he doesn't uh you know tune back in afterwards uh but yeah it was you know amazing sort of long weekend away with him uh, Azagol, um, you know, uh, Connor and Dale that sort of uh, share the same Airbnb and then, you know, got to meet Fun Walk in person for the f- first time, got to do a bit of commentary on the stream with um, uh, Daniel and Sebastian, uh, X-Wing SHDSWG. Um, but then, yeah, and play some games as well, even if I was a little bit worse aware on day one and had to move across to day two. But hey, you know, you got to let your hair down occasionally. Some things are out of your control, aren't they? For example, there's no way you would have known how much alcohol you were ingesting past your limit. To be honest, I mean... That's not on you, is it? No, 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 it, was, it wasn't that at all. It was more a case of I actually had a really good time. And yeah, I mean, I, I could have played, uh, but equally there was the option to move across. So it was just easy just to... Uh, move across and, and Chris was uh, a lovely TO and saw me in my dire dire state and uh, took pity on me and let me move days without any uh, penalty apart from a little gentle ribbing but I've been there before so you know this is it it's uh, <laughs> you know I, I yeah I, I don't I don't drink an awful lot uh, generally like compared to what I used to do uh, but then occasionally I think I just decide obviously I just have a bit of a blowout and obviously yeah, you know, I'm you don't not, drink a lot except for when you do. I know, right? and, and that's I'm not as not as young as I used to be. <laughs> so, but that's no, cool. I mean, I, yeah, really, really enjoyed Hanover. Um, obviously, a bit of travel chaos and stuff like that on the way back. Uh, but you know, um, I was 
chatting to Ben. Uh, it's not a screensaver on my phone, but it seems like the Apple iPhones they do um, like a memories type thing now on like on, on one of the pages. And every now and again, when I swipe to the like the wrong page, I just get Ben smiling at me across a pint, and it does actually make me smile because it was a very uh, very fun weekend away. So I'm looking forward to doing something similar uh, next year. Obviously, got Worlds planned for March. Uh, taking Liam and a bit of uh, adult, you know, daycare. Um, so I've, I've, <laughs> I'll, I'll get the baby reins. This is it. Yeah, Yaz is going to sign over custody uh, for, for the week, and I, I will t- take him <laughs> take him, take him <laughs> to America and see, and see what happens with immigration. But, hey, you know. Um, <laughs> but, no, I'm really looking forward to that as well because, obviously, you know, we, we chat to a lot of the, uh, not just the Brits, uh, but we've got you know friends uh, in Team Canada, USA, uh, across Europe, and obviously you know, further abroad. And it'd be great to see uh, them. We've got um, we're actually staying at a different hotel to like where the convention is actually based. Uh, so I think it's somewhere that Connor found, and uh, it's going to be an absolute madhouse. The amount of you know, Brits, Europeans, Canadians, you know, Yanks that you know we all get on with that all staying in one place. Uh, I don't know if they've got a bar on site, but if they have, we're probably just going to take it over. Um, so yeah, that, that that's going to be good fun. Um, yeah, you know, it's just I think it's just been nice to get back. I mean, Sift Taker Open was was fun. Obviously, uh, I mean, I enjoyed TOing, so uh, I did what I could to help you. But I think there may have been an alcohol related <laughs> incident with that one as well. Um, but yeah, just we've been. We've... I mean, t- to be honest, uh, like. The, the alcohol wasn't for you wasn't the problem because we had four people yeah so you were able to focus in on the thing that your brain could cope with in its hungover state while the rest of us didn't then have to worry about that because you were sitting quietly getting on with it while focusing most of your effort and not vomiting um so you know it was it was good i mean i must admit i'm entirely very jealous about the fact you guys are going to worlds um but it's actually put me into a bit of a malaise at the moment, actually, because everybody's starting to prep for the Sith Taker Open, which I can't play in because I'm running it, which I love doing. But um, and then they're prepping for Worlds and every, everything's like gearing up towards, you know, February and March. And I'm like. No, it, <laughs> yeah, that is that's actually a really strange feeling, but I, I absolutely do get that as well. Uh, you know, I am a competitive gamer and I'm always looking towards my next competition and i do get that at times where if i haven't got something for six to nine months or maybe there's gonna be a new rules uh edition drop in the meantime you do get that kind of you know i'm not as excited about x-wing or that or that particular game um but i use that time to go and play other games i play a lot of board games with uh, friends outside of x-wing um and i use that time to just do other things and and um i find that helps with burnout sometimes as well with with a particular game um i do feel you can sometimes so it's not you know people react differently but i feel like sometimes i can be too in not engrossed but you know too involved in a game and to the point where you know, or I wouldn't say almost it stops becoming fun, but you know, you talk, you know, you, you get a bit burnt out, and then I just need a break, play something else for a bit, and then come back. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, it's uh, I'm I'm distracting myself with Marvel Snap at the minute, but I went in <laughs> and did some admin for the STO today, um, 
started things up we've broken even which is the best news ever which means that every ticket that we sell from this point onwards basically means that we get to buy just more stuff so people who've been before know that we kind of like to make it rain prizes as far into the tables as we can um that everything isn't centralized around the top tables like there's the cool stuff that you can win if you win but you know you will get a load of stuff or access to the ability to win a load of stuff further down the table through various different bounties and spot prizes and stuff um so basically now every ticket that we sell gives us money to spend on that um which is good um so we're 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 at 70 sales now that i know of or 70 players now that i know of um but i also know that there's five people who are 100 percent definitely coming because one of them's ben um and they haven't bought tickets yet <laughs> so you know it's just yeah what are you gonna do um, so. and on that with sift taker price support uh just to let you know uh are uh those cards that you asked me to order mm -hmm. uh they arrived at london heathrow airport at three minutes past six this morning Oh, fantastic. Um, so, so they might get to us by February, Yeah, well, I think I'm trying to think last time. I'm pretty sure they came by courier. So we, we might be lucky. Um, but, well, you know, I'm going away now for four or five days. So I just have to sit down, sit down in the hallway for a bit. And hopefully nobody, none of my flatmates will, uh, you know, decide to move it. But, uh, but yeah, you know, we, we got some cool, uh, cool looking prizes. Vector Squadron Creative have, have designed some uh, cards for the Sift Taker open, which will look quite cool. Um, but yeah, this is it. Like, I mean, I think yeah, Sift Taker open. I mean, yeah, you're very close to breaking seventy, um, and hopefully, you know, come the event, we could be easily eighty, ninety well, people. We've broken seventy players because oh, okay. we've got we've got two comp tickets. So the the numbers that we got were for sales. So right. we've got two comp tickets plus. Uh, 67 sales plus one sale that I know got bought after I checked the list and reminded a certain world champion who's been on the podcast before that he had not yet bought a ticket for the event <laughs> he was definitely coming to. Um, and he went, oh, no, <laughs> and, and went and bought a ticket. So we, yeah. uh, we've, we've chatted about this before. This is sometimes the curse of the big venue. When you go like, like here's 100 tickets or here's 120 tickets, everyone's like, Meh, I don't need to rush. But you as a TO, you're like, I really need these ticket sales to like be able to like buy prizes and know that you know the event's going to be good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's great. And you know, for me, um, obviously, you know, I'll, I'll be around, but um, I am very much looking forward to playing this year. Yeah, I mean, we've got three. Um... So myself, Sean and Johnny are going to be um, running the event. We're going to do it on long shanks. So we're all getting some practice slash experience of looking at what that looks like um, in various ways. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be different, but I think it's going to be equally as good fun. Um, so, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to to it. Um, so that's that. But that's next year, Liam. We're supposed to be talking <laughs> about this year in brief, aren't we? I know. Yeah. And so, so on that note, tangent. <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm really inexperienced with this, and I was like, you know what? Instead of trying to tame the beast, I'll let it run for a bit and give myself oh, time to prepare that. for me. Don't do that. Go on, you talk now. Your turn. <laughs> My turn. Okay, then. So, I think going into this year, uh, obviously we knew it was coming to the end of 2.0, and we were going to, you know, hit a new a new lease of life in the game. Uh, the only thing I was really looking forward to was the Sith Taker Open. You know, it almost sounds like we're promoting it. <laughs> but um, 
It's yeah, going to be the able... biggest X-Wing event in the UK this year, you know, and, and, and yeah. next year probably. <laughs> so we'll take it. It's one of those, obviously, being one of the Sith takers as well, like I've always wanted to do well and kind of represent. Mm-hmm. So, and I also had the pressure of finishing third the year before, and I was like, I need to improve. And I didn't. I think I just matched it, finishing third again uh, by record. But honestly, it was one of the best experiences I've had with X-Wing. And I'll say say it now and say it again and again and again. In-person X-Wing gives me such a buzz to play more. Every game after a big event in person just feels like an absolute joy. Whereas I don't get that same buzz from online X-Wing. Every game after that saps my energy, but in person, X- in person X Wing gives me energy. <clears throat> so the biggest highlight for me at that point was the Sith Taker Open. Uh, I then hit the expo where it was going to become a highlight, and then I met a devastating end. It absolutely crashed out and it killed my buzz. Uh, from there, we had the XTC, which I was absolutely delighted to be picked for, which is something I never thought I'd achieve. You know, it's I know it's only an online tabletop board game, but to get picked to represent your country and, you know, sh- sh- pin your colours to the wall and show everyone what you're about was massive. And to finish second as well, which was an improvement on the last year XTC. Last year's XTC, sorry. I don't know if you... You kind of get the same thing as well, Tim. Yeah, no. Oh, and Rich. Yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, I mean, I, I forgot to touch on, on the XTC, but no, it was a really good experience. I think um, as a group of players, um, I think I enjoyed this year more. We seem to, I don't know, it just, you know, I think like, when I was chatting to Ollie at the start of this season about what, what we do with the team, we sort of perhaps tried to pick, I don't know, players that maybe handle online play a bit better. Um, I know you, you just you're sort of saying there that you prefer in person play, and I I, I enjoy in person play as well. Uh, but I felt you know we had a really good um, team spirit, and um, you know hats off to Canada. I mean, the only way we could have done better than them at the finals was go unbeaten ourselves. Um, so um, yeah, to to, yeah. Fin- to finish second uh, was was massive for us. And um, I mean, did we get forty teams? We weren't quite forty this year, were we? No, it's nowhere near that many Con- countries. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think what the group, was, group, group stage was. It was five groups of five. So, because there was the Pirates. We had 25. Okay. But I mean, like, you know, it was still, yeah. So, it's all, I mean, I know it's it, some people on the outside, obviously, if you don't play in one of the teams, you sort of see it as a bit of a, I guess, boys' club or, or, or whatever. You know, it's a bit of a closed circle, isn't it? Um, but I think having sort of played in, in this group and in like 40k ETC and, and stuff like that, um, I think that, you know, that, that pool of players that are vying or, or interested in the team is a bit bigger than that. Um, but you know, it was, it was very enjoyable. Um, I mean, this is it tabletop simulator for, for me personally, like both, like, you know, really with my sort of mental health and everything like that over the last few years has been massive. I mean, I was never one that really, I never got into Vassal. 
um but tabletop simulator is just seems a lot more casual and just it's competitive at the same time but you can just you know you can pick up games on discord and and but you know i can choose to enter events be it hexiled gaming be it gold squadron or you know uh the, the fam events that uh connor runs for tonton um I, play, I think i played in a tin squadron event and, and all sorts and it's nice to be able to play in those different events playing people from like across the globe um uh, it's been really good um but this is it like for me this is a hobby and um you know so many things over the last year or two uh this hobby has sort of kept going and, and that's been really important um i mean i, I appreciate obviously with 2.5 launching we, we lost a lot of you know sort of friends who didn't come along but some have come back to the game and you know i think it's it's nice to sort of have you know what we got and just got to sort of keep keep plugging away it really yeah I, I agree with that entirely i mean i know i say i don't enjoy online play as much as in-person playing it does set my energy a bit but i still enjoy all the games i play to be fair uh the ecstasy was a completely new experience for me and the amount of pressure i felt for just trying not to you know let my team down and also do myself proud was immense but I think after a couple of minor tilts in the XTC, it was such. It was I was lucky to have such a good group of people around me to kind of put my head back in the right place and take some of that pressure off me and give me the pep talks I needed, which is something when you're doing single player X-wing you don't necessarily have access to. So that that was a great thing to have and put x-wing in a new light for me which is why it's one of the, the the best games i've played when it comes to a tabletop the community is overall fantastic and i wouldn't trade it for any other community that i've been a part of uh going seamlessly onto the next highlight of my year uh can i just sum up the last five minutes and say england friends <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, but it's also like you know, we've got friends in many different teams. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and I'll say you as well, as in you know, we collectively have got friends. So it's nice to see obviously Ireland do well. Uh, it was great to see Canada do well because uh, me and Ben basically met the the Canadians um, at Worlds in 2019, and mm-hmm. so it's great to see like you know them. We've been chatting and playing with them online a fair bit. Um, but yeah, we got we got friends friends in many of the XTC teams, and uh, even those that didn't take part this year. Um, you know, it's it's um, yeah, it's just been good. It's uh, another online one. And I believe I don't think this is a particular spoiler, but uh, we we should be having an in person XTC next year. Um, it's still I think a lot is TBC, um, but yeah, it looks like we could be playing in Belgium next year. Um, yeah. So my uh, my my understanding is that there's going to be an, a, a European team championship, which is going to happen in Belgium, to which countries outside of Europe are invited if they can travel there, which is unlikely. Um, and then there is going to be an XTC, a world championship held online again, so that we can get all of the countries involved. So yeah. I, th- I think that's really good. Like, So I spent 10 years with the 40k uh, ETC and now what is the WTC, so World Team Championships. Mm-hmm. And started with Scotland, moved on to England, um, and 
you know, the Aussies were great, lovely bunch of guys, but they could only come and play like every couple of years because, you know, it's such a financial expense for them to come over. And I know when the Yanks used to come over, they would come over for like two or three weeks and they would like, you know, make a bit of a holiday in Europe and stuff, you know, and go and do, do sightseeing and stuff like that. So I, I completely understand. Look, it's a, it's an amateur hobby at the end of the day. And, you know, although you can say, oh yeah, I'm playing for England over here. And it's like, well, I've still got to pay for my flights, my own accommodation and all this sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I think that's probably the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it would be good. And um, um, also, X Wing is uh, piggybacking on to the um, 40k WTC, um, mm-hmm. I believe. So, um, that is uh, quite a big entity uh, now. So, um, you know, quite well established. So, they've got a bit more, um, bit more weight behind them and a bit sort of numbers. And that should help with like, you know, booking venues and, um, you know, because. Although it was nice, from what I hear, playing in in the brewery in Poland in Krakow uh, in twenty nineteen, that was really piggybacking on on the back of X Wing Euros, and obviously we're not sure what you know organised play is looking like in Europe for for X Wing next year. So I think probably it was a very good decision by those involved to actually piggyback on the back of the WTC. Um certainly for, you know, a year or two until we, we actually get a bit more established uh, organized place uh structure. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking it's got I've uh, I've put a tentative permission slip in for August for Belgium and um not been immediately rebuffed because of it not clashing with either of the two things we've got in August. So I basically, as long as I can make money work without um, impacting anything else that the wife wants to do with the family uh, between now and then, and I, I, I have notional permission. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to start saving, saving pennies, squirreling it away. But the good thing is... Casual yeah. embezzlement, that kind of stuff to go... I've done quite a few of, of, of these over the years and you can absolutely like live within your means like you know and I'm not saying like you have to go for like you know really cheap and, and nasty like hostels or anything like that um, but you know you, you as a team can club together and book an Airbnb or you know we, we've done various things over the years like travel if there's a few of us traveling over you know we could all uh, group together and, and you know share taxis or you know whatever I mean Belgium is drivable uh, even from yeah. for, even from Manchester, um, so that could be something we look into. But um, I mean, I'm quite interested to see um, what European events are going to be happening uh, next year as well. And I appreciate, obviously, that uh, probably would you wouldn't be able to go because you, you'd probably be able to get permission for one European trip. Um, but you know, it'd be really good to see. I mean, part of me would almost like there to be a singles event happening at the uh, sort of a few days after or something like that and you could kind of like do both but uh, i suspect this will be so i think wtc runs friday saturday sunday um but yeah, yeah. We'll wait and see what happens yeah um i'm as i say i've got my fingers crossed and my calculator out i'm gonna see if i can make it work so it is something i'm looking looking at attending as well uh if anyone wants to be there, we'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll either be like the XTC two years ago, where I'm not even, I'm not looked at, or I'm hot property, like last year. 
well, this year. Well, you know, and, and and you can you can put that you can flip that completely back to you, Liam. That's that's kind of in your hands. You know, if you turn in a good performance at the you know Sif Taker Open and even Worlds, then you, do you make yourself uh, un not unpickable? What's the word I'm looking for? Undroppable, I guess is is the word. Uh, it's unlovable. Yeah. Oh. Oh, he's Talk, finally here. About to say, talking of unlovable. <laughs> he's finally crawled out of the couch. No, I'm not even going to lie, I was having a poo. <laughs> well, you missed, you missed, you missed me uh, saying all the nice things about you in Hanover, so you, you actually have to listen to the podcast this week. I wouldn't blame you. We had a great time. Yeah. It was all the spooning. <laughs> Shush. Shush. <laughs> I, said, I said I didn't want to edit anything out tonight. <laughs> How you doing, Ben? You all right? Yeah, not bad, mate. Good, good, good. Uh, it was nice just to see your it. face the other day. Oh, I know, yeah. You nearly jumped me and pulled me to the floor. I know, I knew you wouldn't be suspecting it. What do you mean expecting it? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're literally just running through some of the uh, the highlights of last year, X-Wing-wise, so I'm just going to go over a couple more of mine, then we'll jump to you, so it gives you a bit of time to think of them if you've got any at all no i hate all of you <laughs> no that's fair <laughs> just remembering that 2.5 came out at the very start of this year so that's what so the sith ticker open in february then 2.5 about a week later and, and on from there well yeah. did we not have 2.5 just before the sith taker and it wasn't day two like no what? it was the fake rules because oh uh, yeah it was wasn't it yeah yeah, yeah. i remember playing it and the list I played was really good in it. Uh, totally not good in the new rules. <laughs> so, Liam, you were. We keep interrupting you. No, it's fine. I'm used to it. It's because you're boring. Every week, aren't I? So, I think the, the biggest thing for me uh, this year is some of you may know I haven't had the best time over the last year, year and a half. And some people were aware of the fact that I wanted to go to Worlds, but it'd only be something I'd go to if I was ever to win a system open or something, get that all expenses paid trip. Um, it was a good bunch of people in the community who came together on the back of an initiative launched by Connor Holmes and Gary Colton, uh, who decided to raise money for me to actually send me to Worlds, uh, either with the hope of me doing well in the tournament or managed to get deported in record time. Uh, but yeah it's something i never expect to happen to me and again it highlights how good some of the people in this community can be and there's always people out there who want to look out for you and talk to you and everything and make sure you're the best person you can be at the time so uh, i'll take this opportunity to say thank you to them properly uh, and you know everyone else that kind of got involved and donated I am working on the, the little prize packets for everyone as a thank you, and I can't wait to see everyone at Worlds. I can't wait to see the face of people at Worlds when they realise I've made it there. If I make it through immigration. Uh... <laughs> this is it. I've just realised that's the advantage I've got of booking our flights, is that I've booked us like a pair of seats, and on the way home, I'm going to have two seats to myself. <laughs> <laughs> But it means I get a full cage to myself on the way home. <laughs> do, do I, do I have to, will I have to check you in like some sort of like dog or something like that? You know, put you in. 
He's coming over on his dog Boba's passport. <laughs> yeah, they won't let me out unless I've been in quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> so come on, Ben. Give us your highlights of the year. What you got? Oh, I'm sure Tim's mentioned a lot of them, really, because most of it was... Eric and Hanover was the best we've had this year, I think. I mean, me and Tim do sort of, we are sort of travel buddies, aren't we? Yeah. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm just, I mean, that's basically. I said, but Hanover for me was was probably one of the highlights, or if not the best highlight, pure, purely because it was getting to see people that we knew. So, like you know, Cormac, Dale, um, you know, but then also meeting meet Sad Toaster as well. Well, this is it, and you got Fun Walk, uh, who uh, I've spoken to, but not really met in person. Um, Daniel and Sebastian were great to chat with. Obviously, we met up with Chris again, and. Um, we had the um, Coratin um, who'd who'd come over and spent time with us at uh, you know UK uh, nationals. Um, yeah, Hanover was just fantastic. You know, it was. I think it's because we went over like a day early, so we got to just sort of enjoy I... ourselves. And I got to break you. I, I, I may I, I may have already mentioned that as well. Uh, but this is it. Like I I, I don't regret that at all. Uh, that was that was fun. I enjoyed that. I usually play better when I'm really, really rough. I always lose my first game and then submarine through. <laughs> but no, basically, out and traveling was the best bit for me. Um, have I gone quiet, I think? No, 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 you're, you're still oh, there. Yeah. It's all right. My thought my internet dropped because it was like suspiciously quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, just, just getting out and going to events has been high, like, because obviously we used to do a lot of it and then the dark times happened. <laughs> Well, I think I think that's one one thing I did touch on, and I th- I'm sure you'll be the same. Is it'd be, it'd be good to hear about some of the European events that are happening next year uh, as soon yeah. as you know the the TOs can let us know, because I, I know I would be very much interested in, in going somewhere. Um, and I think I so say we we just chatted about, it, but the only thing I've heard about is obviously the the, the uh, what is going to be the European team champs potentially. Well, is yeah, from what I understand, it's happening in Belgium. Um, but you know, I'm sure the Dutch are going to run another event, and that would be you know great to know about. Um, if if uh, Pifo is running something in Italy, um, that would be great. Um, so I mean, I wouldn't be able to get to all of them. So I, I'd like ideally like to need to know you know what's going on and when. We bought a ticket before um, lockdown happened to something, didn't we, abroad? I can't remember what it was. Yeah, so it was System Open in Holland because I'd bought um, yeah I'd booked the Airbnb and all sorts, but then obviously yeah, COVID hit and yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's not not just traveling to um, like the other countries. We've done it's fun. Um, even when we've just gone up to like Boarding Brum for the day, and everyone's come down. Like the team event we ran, people from all over came, and it was great. Like um, all the one eight six coming up, um, Dom coming up. It's quite traveling there. It's a good spot, really, Boarding Brum for um, people to meet up. Yeah, it's nice and central. It's a it's yeah, a decent yeah. venue, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think it just shows that when. Um, if you organise a real life X Wing event, you promote it enough, um, and you've got a reputation for actually delivering decent events, then people will spend the money and travel to your event. You Don't know, worry, Rich. That... One day you'll get there. <laughs> no, it's all right. I'm just riding. I've been riding on Colum and Tim's coattails for the last couple of years. Do you know, really, the best bit about this to me is just actually meeting up with all the friends again because we we didn't see so many of them for so long, and we chatted on the internet. You know, and there's like a, a big group of us who sort of became friends 
over COVID on the internet. Um, like even even with Liam, like I became a lot closer with Liam over lockdown. It's nicer to just didn't get know him to... before lockdown. Well, that's, well, that's, I think we've, we've, we've met. met, haven't we? We'd met before, I think. No, we'd met Ian, hadn't we? I thought yeah. we'd met in passing, like at somewhere else. Oh, I think I <laughs> was at the the first S- uh, STO. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we'd more just sort of said hiya, hadn't we? At that point. Yeah, and I, I remember meeting Pintar in the toilets and going, "Oh, you're that guy." I recognise your voice, and he was like, "Yeah, me well." <laughs> and and then he went full Pintar. Uh, that's, then... that's the back. That's the background Tim left on my laptop for me. It's still on it. <laughs> it's, it's when I start up, it says, "Never go full Pintar." <laughs> yeah, because it's uh, it's the uh, it's the Robbie Downey Jr. Isn't it from Tropic Thunder? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, it's ah, uh, oh, I miss Will. I miss Will Obviously, a lot actually. I haven't seen him in ages. We used to play D and D. Yeah, he's he played seen... like a cross dresser or something. <laughs> so here's a here's good news for you. Talking about people going full Pintar. Um, so the Firecast lads are actually playing at the STO this year. Um, but they offered to bring the streaming setup up with them if we could find somebody who would um, you know, like just manage the streaming and stuff. And um, please tell me it's Bob. Nikki Burnett, best Burnett, is Ooh. traveling but doesn't want to play in the event. So she's going to be running the stream for us. Excellent. That's that. cool. Um, so she's nice going to have be... a good Burnett on stream. <laughs> 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 so she's going to be, uh, yeah, she's going to be running it. Um, so um, I'm going to see if I can get um, my former work colleague and ex Gold Squadron podcast. Uh, World's caller, Darren <laughs> Granger, to come across for one of the days as well. Um, he did say he was coming up. Yeah, 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 so I might see if he doesn't want to play. If he wants to um, sit with Nicky and run stream, that would be that would be really cool. But yeah, well, that means we'll have him after round four because he'll drop by round three because he's owing three at that point. <laughs> <sighs> Bless him. He's he's coming to Worlds again as well. He is, yeah, hey. yeah. He posted up again. So uh, I'm going to go yeah. to Worlds, and we're like, oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's got an invite, so he may as well. Has he got yeah. an invite? He's also yeah. got a, perma- a permanent place of residence at Marcel's flat, so mm. or house or whatever, so he doesn't have to pay for accommodation when he's there. Uh, I've been finding out... well nice. Is it? I've never been. I've um, not been. I've just I, I I played his. I think they're married now. His wife at Worlds, and um, she added me on Facebook, and she posted a picture of it, and it's it's just a really nice place. I'm quite impressed because I don't usually like high rise flats. Totally off subject, but anyway. Um, I did find out that um, there we might have um, somebody coming to the Sith Taker Open from America because mm. he wants practice before Worlds. So there it's, you not, go. it's not quite as good as the just random Tuesday night American so, guy turning up. No, sorry, yeah, that, no. that was awesome. That was great fun. Yeah, it was. I can't remember. I'm so bad with names. Sorry, Rich. Do you say he wants practice? What practice at losing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Tim. Let's be honest. It's better than going to a ten-man system open, which is what they have over there. <laughs> no, but that's only the big ones. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Might as well get What's some smart smart talk out now. You know. Oh yeah. Well, my next one was going to be, and that Bob and Darren tra- travelled all the way over there and still didn't win it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> There you go, insulted everyone there. 
<laughs> Broadside. I <laughs> really missed Darren. Darren was great fun. He's the reason you guys are stuck with me. <laughs> Nobody can be as bad as him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You looked all right next to him, so we let you off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell him to listen to this one. I'm going to message him and go listen to this one. Mate. Darren knows I love him. I invited him to my wedding. And his girlfriend fell on the stage while we were having our first dance. What, you and Darren? <laughs> <laughs> and he's scared of my mother-in-law. Okay. <laughs> she she told him off and he actually listened. That's, that's your real highlights of uh, this year, isn't it? <laughs> Darren getting told off by my mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Where are we going next then, Liam? I've just been assaulted by a cat. Hang on. Mm. Uh, okay, so... Surely, surely you can overpower the cat. I could, but I also <laughs> don't want to get hurt. I've already <laughs> spent enough time in the hospital today. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, let's try and bring this back to some actual X-Wing talk, which may be foreign to some, our regu- some of our regular listeners. But I was thinking, when it comes to your list building ideas and how you actually come about your list how do you guys approach it for example when i do it i'll go okay then i like this ship are there any ships with a cool ability and how do i get these ticking toward like ticking to work towards each other so do you guys kind of go off like one one idea and kind of let it develop or do you already have an idea of how you want a list to work do you want to run me this one first rich what list building? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm no one first. He opens the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> so, like in in all seriousness, like the first thing that I do is I normally try and look for lists that make me think that fits because I like lots of ships, and I know what archetype I like to fly. So, yeah. like I like to fly a big ship that's hard to kill, and then some little buzzy things around it to either support it or to like chip damage. So, obviously, in the past, I was a big fan of Venny plus a couple of ships. I've really enjoyed flying the Decimator, Three Ties, and Vader. That's been great fun because that's the same kind of archetype. Like it's one big ship that hits hard and is hard to kill, supported by a bunch of other stuff. You know, which is which is great as well. And you know, I, I genuinely enjoyed that. Um, so I try when I'm list building, I try to look at that. But what I tend to do is like kind of look at old archetypes. Like I like six ship resistance, but then I think, well, what if I had instead of six ships, I had five, but one of them was a big falcon instead of, you know, two smaller things, and like just fiddle about with stuff. And it's one of the things I love about Tuesday nights is I can bring down either absolute nonsense and just say to the person, I don't know if this is good. I've got some pieces from the new pack or whatever. I've seen this on the internet. And sometimes I'll bring down stuff that I know is good because somebody's won an event with it. But a lot of the time I'll just be like, I've got that new X-Wing that can shoot barrage rockets out of its backside. Um, I don't know if it's but good. Gun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a try. Yeah, but 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 rockets. That's what you were calling barrage, him. Barrage rockets, yeah. <laughs> um, but barrage. Um, so it's, um, yeah, so you... You know, it, it's kind of looking at um, like identifying individual pieces, like trading a piece that I've not played with before into 
a list that I know is good with a different pace in that slot. And it's like, right, let's compare this four-point ship with that four-point ship and see what's good. Um, and then obviously talk a lot online with other people who are doing the same sort of thing and you shake out what you think is going to be a good version of a list. But ultimately, everybody's going to have their own tweaks, whether like under current list building, you kind of go, right, what's the best four-point ship to fill out this list? You know, you've all settled on 16 points. Everybody agrees that that 16 points is the best 16 points to put into Imperials or whatever. And you go, right, I've got a four points left. Which four point ship do I put in here? And then somebody likes Countdown and somebody likes Aiden and somebody likes, you know, whatever different ships. I don't know many Imperial ships, so leave me alone. Um, <laughs> but they're, um, you know, you, you do that. And kind of when I'm when I'm list building myself, I do genuinely usually start off with, I want to use ship X. Now I need to figure out how to make it good. Um, and I think the last point is that just looking for action economy in the min at the minute is key. Um, I think it always has been, but like especially with scenario actions and stuff, you know, you're always looking at ways that you can pass tokens or ways that you can generate additional actions and additional tokens and trade up. So, you know, good example is C3PO coordinates because he gets an action and, and a calculate. So he, he trades up an action. He doesn't lose an action by coordinating people. Um, and those kinds of pieces, I, I often need real convincing to not add them to lists. So there you go. That's me. Tim? How um, do you go about it? So, I mean, I, I don't lie. I do a fair bit of net listing. Um, so I, I do look at what other people are flying and maybe what's been working at events or what, what you know, if I've been watching Hexard or something like that, if there's a particular list that's caught my eye, then I do like to try and sort of pick that list up and maybe play with it as is and then tinker with it and then, you know, see see how I get on with it. Um, you guys know I like my list with Synergy, so I do like to sort of, if I sort of think there's a certain mechanic or, or certain sort of, you know, there's like, you know, it was the Inferno Squadron, wasn't it, that I, I used for a fair bit. And then I'll see uh, my Republic lists. Uh, a lot of the ships are, you know, sort of helping each other. Um, so then it's, it's sort of seeing what, what other ships fit within that sort of archetype. Um, and yeah, just sort of a bit of play around. I mean, I'm a bit, a bit of a butterfly, but then when I sort of settle on a list, I do tend to sort of focus on that one particular list and, and then sort of hammer it home. And I wouldn't say I'm very, I'm, I'm not sort of, um, what do they call it? Faction agnostic, well, I guess is, is the term like sort of someone like Rich, who's very much a resistance player. Although I know Rich does dabble in a couple of, you know, does dab, dabble into sort of other good guy factions, but um i mean i've probably played every faction you know and, and i will quite happily jump around onto different ones depending what lists are out there um but yeah i mean that's it i think you know don't be afraid to net list um you know if if there are good players doing well with lists then there's obviously something but just picking up a list it won't necessarily work for you you do need to sort of try it out and maybe adjust it for your play style yeah, that's fair. I think I'll add to that as well. If you know someone doing well with the list and you know it's like their concoction, I wouldn't be too afraid to reach out to them and ask for hints and tips and stuff and how to do it. Mm -hmm. They'll help you identify the weak parts of the list as well so you won't get caught out. 
I think that listens good for the game because it removes a part of the game that some people struggle with, which is list building. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there are some uh, players. Yeah, there's some players out there that are very good at list building, and you know, that you know, I mean, not not being disrespectful to anybody, but you know, you do see some players that are very good at list building, but maybe not quite make the right decisions occasionally but then you get some players that are very good at decision making but perhaps just make really like terrible list building choices so um you know if if you you know feel that you want to you know in, in perhaps improve your game maybe try a few lists that have been doing well i mean i i mean that's it i i'd certainly look at i mean we, we chat about events don't we and i i look at the lists that are doing well and think you know is there a particular list um that you know suits my play style I mean, I, I used to copy Tom Reed a fair bit um, back, you know, sort of 2017, 2018, uh, back especially when I wasn't playing an awful lot. So I didn't get the time to practice. So, you know, picking up a, a list that a, a good player is playing with, um, you know, is, is a way, way to go about it. Whereas these days I'm playing a lot more. Um, so actually I'm sort of taking my lists and sort of playing around with different upgrades. And sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. Mm. I have noticed that about about you, Tim, when you play, is that you, and I don't know if it's a hangover from you being a 40k player, but it's like you pick your army and then you stick with your army for like three or six months or sometimes even longer. So like you, you pick a list and you tweak it, but like, I guess it's the 40k equivalent of like trading in, I don't know, like a long sniper rifle for a flamer or whatever to change up the way that your unit works. But ultimately you're still using ultramarines or whatever. Yeah. 40 yeah. um we're like now like the last like almost six months you've been playing that disgusting republic list well this um, is it so republic i picked up after uh adepticon which was nathan's uh list wasn't it that the uh the anakin y-wing uh that yeah. was that was horrendous uh then that quite rightly got nerfed so um at that point i was vying for a place on the england xdc team and nobody was looking at republic so i went well you know i've i've run lumi before um and so i played around with it a bit and yeah um i, f I found a particularly um tricksy list i guess is is the right word but also it's a list that very much plays to my play style and then what i like to do is i t you know we've, we've chatted about this before uh, it's, it is getting the reps in so I, I play that list, you know, I know all its triggers, you know, it becomes all second nature. It's like I've um, I've been playing a um, FO list that Crispy ran um, that I quite like the look of. Um, but you can see that I've only had like five games with it because the amount of times I've forgotten to pop Malice's trigger at the start of, you know, the engagement phase and stuff like that. Um, but with, with Republic, it's it's kind of like everything is there in my head. I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, I, th I, th I think that's definitely a way I like to play. Is I, you know, if I settle on a list, that is kind of the list I want to be playing. And then uh, you know, at some point, I will just put it to one side and go right. I've had my time with this list, um, and I think I have kind of got there at the moment with Republic. Like um, it, the the list needs to change. Uh, obviously, with it, basically, it's it's the breaking. Uh, putting hound up to six points has kind of broken that particular build um it still works in some variations but um i have been dabbling with a few other different lists um to think but then what i'll probably do is i'll probably have a decision made in say january 
uh, what I want to take to Worlds January, February, and then I will play that solidly all the way through up to and including Worlds. Yeah, cool. How do you go about it? Um, I usually... It depends what... I'm a bit fickle, to be honest. Um, so usually I'll spot someone playing a ship that looks interesting to me. And then I want to play that. It's like why I'm I'm kind of playing a ground quick draw at the moment. Um, somebody did well with quick draw, and I, I was like wanted to fly quick draw for a bit. But usually I tend to look at what's doing well. Um, look at something that kind of interests me. It's, I don't know whether I really have an architect as such because I sort of went from like swarms. I've played like the big base and the ace sort of thing, and then I just sort of tweak it to what I feel like I like. It's usually my way of doing it. You just fly what's in your bag from last week, let's be honest. <laughs> it depends no, when I'm actually trying to do something, though. Like, I'll, I'll usually find something that interests me, and I'll tweak it to what I like. Um, like when Jack did well with Han and um, Jake, I didn't think the two ships was enough for me, so I threw wedge in instead as well and but that, the the idea was that han was really good and i usually tend to find a ship i like and then build around there I, I do always get drawn back into um first order and separatists for some reason even though separatists always make me sad well since 2.5 anyway <laughs> yeah i've been in that boat for a bit yeah but although I'm, I'm hoping with the new hot shots and aces and stuff coming out i think there might actually be some options for me now. I did get to one shot an A wing with Sunfac the other night, and that was quite fun. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, but then Sunfac blanked blanked out and took two damage as well from a, a range three unmodified shot. So <laughs> he's still a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just need the defensive mods on him. So stuff yeah. like treacherous and gravitic deflection seem to be yeah. Uh... Pretty good choices on him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's just not a lot to pair with him. I just... I always get drawn back in because I used to love them. But I don't think you can really do what I used to like to do. Um, Like all the munitions and the droids and the nonsense. That was like... It made them good. And I, I just... I still feel like the vultures are in a bad spot because they're just one bad dice roll from a death. You know, if you have like two or three like unlucky rolls, I know you probably have lots of unlucky rolls in a game, but usually it doesn't matter so much. Whereas the droids seem to just die. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I get that entirely. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. I, and I, I can completely see like I have games where I see vultures on the other side of the board and I actually see that as a, a good thing because, yes, I can kill them easily, but they are only two points each. So you do get an awful lot of them, uh, you know, and there's, you know, they, they can be frustrating at times, but I, yeah, I don't think they are the powerhouse that, you know, they used to be. I think it's um, the, the barrel off a rock made them a bit more unpredictable. Yeah. And I think they're they quite, and also obviously the discords. The nerf to discards is is quite a big nerf, really. 
Yeah, I, I don't get that. Like with with the, the ability to to engage at range zero, and then well, they, they took the agility, didn't they? Down to was yeah, it yeah. It's only got one agility now. Yeah, it's it's, it's a shame. Like, they, it's like yeah. you'd be willing to lose a droid to get a good discard off. Sometimes, not all the time, but you know. Um, yeah, I don't know, and it's it's sad because I did really like, but. But yeah, back onto list building. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it depends what mood I'm in. I, I, sometimes I'll just go and see what someone's doing there. I, I quite like Dom Dom's lists. Dom's good at building lists, and I enjoy the lists he builds. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sometimes just as well with Tom. I mean, Tom tend to enjoy the similar sort of lists. Well, then I'll decide I just want to fly nonsense. So <laughs> I am not the best at making a list from scratch, though. It's, it's not really where I um, excel. I tend to just take something that's good and change it to how I like to fly, which is probably making it worse. I I think I know Rich says he's guilty of it. He takes a good list and uh, makes it worse. All the time. Yeah. yeah, but Rich, uh, to be in Rich's defense, he's got a lot better because I made fun of him for it a lot. <laughs> and um, I think after a while he kind of clicked. He's like, "Yeah, I do actually do that." <laughs> and I think you've made a lot better choices recently than what you used to do. I would try to, but yeah, it's. It, I think list building's changed as well, though. It's it's a lot harder to make a wrong <clears> choice <throat> because you don't have those two hundred points that you can literally put anywhere. You've yeah. got, you know, ultimately, you know, there's there's probably a correct way to build each ship or at the very least you know two loadouts that are you know optimal in each ship so you're, you're fitting your jigsaw pieces together in in the way that you think will give you a win um and yeah it's uh it's like harder to screw up a good list now because if you change one upgrade and make it a little bit worse you've still got the same five or four ships um, with all the same abilities and stuff, you know, you change a torp or this upgrade for that upgrade, it's probably fundamentally still, you know, 99% there rather than wrecking it by switching something out. This this new list building is a lot better for me personally because, uh, you know, you, you can see which ships fit and then fill the ships out afterwards. Whereas before I had too much freedom. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and you smack a load of upgrades on a ship that really did not need anything. Yeah. Now now you can get away with it a bit. I seem to have a, a love of the pointy ships that fall over with my clumsy hands. <laughs> <laughs> Playing with the Nantex is the most frustrating thing ever because you always catch it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, the Whisper and the Bombers was pretty bad when you play them together. Oh, yeah. The amount of bumps you've got to try and resolve by hitting that illegal game yeah. state of having a ship that's not on the peg. <laughs> Especially with that, um, the whisper that you we was trying to boost over people. I can't think of which one it is now. Nightfall. Is it Whis- Whirlwind, Nightfall. Nightfall. Yeah. But anyway, whose idea was it to make all First Order ships three times bigger than the base in all <laughs> dimensions? Like, from the Upsilon shuttle right the way through, the only one that's not stupid is the TIE Fighters. Do you want me to bring my Chad Silencer out? No, never. <laughs> I'm clumsy enough you know, at the best of times. And I actually love that shit. Is not the best of times. I've got one of the big ones size. and two of the small ones, and I always bring my big, fat, chunky one because it feels like me. 
I don't know. When it comes to comparing Ben to a ship, you look more like a quad jumper, if I'm honest. <laughs> oh, Liam, do we really start talking about you again? No, I'm a YV666. Let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, we've just covered a bit of list building. And in the new year, we'll be looking at other X-Wing tips and stuff. I'm going to start putting my mind to that, and I'm pretty sure the rest of us are as well. Uh, so we'll move on to what are we looking forward to in the new year, uh, X-Wing-wise. Uh, I'll start. I'm 100% looking forward to the STO. I can't wait for that. Uh, I'm looking forward to the yet-to-be-confirmed uh, Sith Taker Squadrons 2 event because I've got a title that needs defending. And I guess Adam and uh, Pot will have as well, but I'm the important one. I'm the captain. <laughs> no, and, you were. Uh, of course, <laughs> I assembled the team. That's like when you uh, ran that event at Boarding Brom, but me and Tim did it. <laughs> I did all the press for it. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't believe you. I think Adam did it. He's just a hype man. He, he, you got those things printed out, didn't you? You're such a good boy. Well, I ordered them and Adam went and collected those <laughs> as well. <laughs> Uh, and of course, you, every week you should give Adam a shout out for being your chauffeur. <laughs> uh, shout out to Adam for being good in car. Well done. Able to drive even while exhausted. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, really looking forward to Worlds as well. Uh, I'm going to put together a uh, like a little blog and stuff about my uh, my trip and journey and. Just so people have something to scroll completely past when they're on Facebook. Are you going to be writing that in crayon like usual? Uh, regurgitated crayon. <laughs> well, we'll give you uh, actual admin access to the Facebook page and you can post it up on the, uh, the Take a Facebook page because that's what I did last time. Yeah. Will we? Okay. Will we, though? <laughs> or I, I, can fi- I can film Liam whilst we're out and I'll post it. <laughs> <laughs> I know the I know I know the guy who has to give the access out, and I don't believe he'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in the Sith Takers admin team, smart at least. <laughs> uh, how about you, Tim? I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, dwell too much. Um, uh, yeah, it's yeah, Sith Taker Open and Worlds, obviously. Um, that's the first three months of 2023 taken care of. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I'll just say again, uh, yeah, just um, uh, European TOs, just tell us what else is going on, and I'm sure we will be there. I'm just going to sit at home and be sad about Worlds every time everyone talks about it. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> feeling that I oh, know maybe next year yeah maybe I'm jumping in though I don't care uh, I, I'm just looking forward to going out and about again and like meeting up with all the people we don't see as much you know even just around like the UK there's, there's so many like good places to go and play X-Wing just need more X-Wing more yeah, tournaments yeah. I, I, I'm hoping that maybe Connor gets to sort something over there and we can make an excuse to all go over and you know even see like um a couple of the guys who stopped playing when it changed over it's still nice to see him again yeah and 
Rich? Yeah. Um, what am I looking forward to? Uh, running the yeah. STL. Um, interesting to find out who's going to end up in my guest room. Um, but there's <laughs> going to be somebody coming from far away um, sleeping in my guest room. Maybe a couple of people bunking down in my house. So, um, I, you know, people that I know um, who are humming and hawing because of cost, I say, well, if I can make it, you know, 150 quid cheaper for you by letting you sleep in my spare room, then let's go. And they're like, oh, no, no, I have a decision to make. I'm like, yeah. Are you going to go to the same levels as Bob did? No. no. <laughs> a bowl of porridge in a, or a McDonald's. I, say, I think he's um, talking about the pillow. Yeah. Oh, the, the, that's um, the single greatest thing I've tempted. ever heard anyone do. <laughs> tempted. Um, maybe. Um, depends I hope that pillow still exists. Uh, oh, I, well, know, Alex, I Alex, think Alex, Alex has got it, I think. Yeah, Alex took it home with him and it lives in his house. Um, or maybe give it to Jesper when he went back over to um, uh, Sweden yeah. so we had something to hug. Because Alex gives good hugs. Yeah. I hope um, Alex starts playing. He's a great guy. Yeah. Um, so. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the STO. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody who's coming. I, I had a quick look down the people that bought tickets so far um, this afternoon, and I've spotted a few people I know coming from kind of uh, Italy, <clears throat> Italy, Germany, um, Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland as well. So I'm, I'm quite excited um, to see on oh, Denmark um, to see where where people are going to be coming from. So that's going to be good. Um, so yeah, it, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, just in kind of summary. Um, Pour one out for Tabletop TO, which is now dead and has been yeah. for a couple of months, but it um it breathed its last this year, having got us all through probably keeping um tournaments running um over the course of lockdown because uh, I don't think they'd have run anywhere near as efficiently without it. So um massive thanks to Dennis. I couldn't have run any of mine. No. Uh, and a huge thanks to um the guys over at Longshanks who have stepped in and started um tweaking and customizing and improving their x-wing um provision now that we've all started hammering that one instead so um <laughs> big big props to them um yeah what am i looking forward to next year um i'm looking forward to um official op i hope that they announce it um I forgot about worlds um and i'm looking forward to um just getting to play more in-person games and maybe maybe getting this Fable trip to Belgium. <laughs> Maybe. Did you forget something, Ben? No. I just forgot about all the OP. I didn't mean to say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I I just want them to announce something um yeah, yeah. Uh, and structured with good price support. Um and uh, the last shout out I want to do for the year is to Louis Leong um for the work that he's done. Yeah, definitely. In, building up all of the um the the op kind of structure and, and supporting tos and stores and stuff um to to run events because he's been an absolute legend and i know we've had him on and we've thoroughly embarrassed him in person um <laughs> so uh, yeah he he deserves as many props as as we can possibly give him so and the fact that he's just an all-around nice person yeah he's a lovely lovely guy he is he's a great bloke so um yeah i think that's it and i'm looking forward to meet, meeting him again um in february when he comes to the open as previously mentioned so yeah um tickets are still available by the way um and if anyone does come the day before me and connor usually go out and drink a hell of a lot of alcohol and anyone can come and join us <laughs> regretfully <laughs> large amounts of alcohol yeah i mean me and connor are a bit of a bad influence on each other 
Because... I, I will have to check my diary, but I think I may have to be busy. <laughs> You're washing your hair. Yeah. We, to be fair, we, we might actually kill you. <laughs> nah, you I don't can... think so. <laughs> Tim used to be in the army. Into... Oh. Now, hey, whoa, let's, 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 let's oh, not, let's was, not it throw... It was the Navy. Air Force. Air Force. Air Force. the Navy. <laughs> How dare you? Sorry, Tim used to be. Let, let's let's start that again. Tim used to be in the military. There you go. Yeah, the naval military. Jeez, oh, I did not. I did not have to stoop that low or bend over that low. <laughs> but Darren did. Yes. <laughs> I've got some stats for you for the year, and a few little little shout outs if you want. After your stats, let's go. So, uh, this year we had uh, a little over 26,000 plays. Uh, our top show was the Adeptcon 2022, I think, part one. I forgot to check exactly which one. Give me two seconds. Yeah, part one, we got 732 plays. Then it was 21 days later, which I think was our initial thoughts of 2.5, three weeks after it was launched. Um, so that was uh, sort of our top shows. Our top listener, brackets not including podcast members, uh, was Matt Coggins with 172 plays. Who's the uh, top oh, podcast member? Uh, well, Liam uh, with 336 <laughs> plays. <laughs> oh man! No, I, I, I think we got a half our listener numbers because it's just Liam listening repeatedly to himself. Well, the, oh, this is it. You like basically, yeah, you are playing an, an episode a day, pretty much. So, in my defence, I listen to it on the way to work, and then I get to work, I'll listen to it again. But I'll also add, I'm my own biggest fan. I think my <laughs> fan club has only fan. No, no, I'm pretty sure I've got three fans. That's myself, and that's El Fuego from uh, Spain, and Boba. Yeah, oh, he, only, another he, one? he only yes, likes you because you feed him. Well. Yeah, and yes, said she's a fan. So I've got four fans <laughs> for now. Uh, Risen with uh, one three seven was the next, and I think he's pretty much always been a um, uh, up there as our sort of one of our top listeners. So well, thank you, Rick, haven't we? Yeah, Rick. Um, oh, what was his surname? Forget now. But yeah, he was a Cisco and used to do pretty well. Uh, top countries after USA and UK was Denmark with one thousand nine hundred forty-one plays. Thanks, the Christy. top city. <laughs> well, this is it. The top city. What do you think the top city is from? What the top city in the world? Outside of in the world, uh... Atlanta. So it was at Atlanta. Was that? He said Wolverhampton. Oh, Wolverhampton. Right. I don't know. I can't think. I know it's going to be something that I'm just not expecting. Uh, yeah, so it was Vidor in Denmark with, uh, yeah, 1,551 plays. <laughs> That's so, pretty cool, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, then uh, second place was Columbus, Ohio with 1,200. And then Basingstoke, UK. So thank you, Firecast. Uh, for 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 listening, so I think that's obviously Nick Nick and Dom are probably just listening listening to the uh, the podcast down there. Uh, obviously, uh, those stats could be um, uh, wrong, but that's what SoundCloud tells me. 
and maybe uh yeah what well, we shall see but i think you know it's been a, it's a bit of uh you know another decent year for the podcast regarding uh plays um we we've chatted on and off through the year haven't we uh you know we have seen a bit of a downturn with 2.5 but that's only to be expected but i think our numbers are still doing uh pretty well and uh a big thanks from me to anybody that's basically come up to me at events over the year and sort of said like you know they listen to the podcast and and thanks you know it is is nice to hear those things not from a you know sort of you know sort of blow my own trumpet sort of you know my my, my ego but full uh, ego for me but no it is um is it is nice to see that obviously uh you know what we do people do appreciate it's not just you know us, us chatting week on week about our little spaceships, but yeah, no, it's been good. Cad Bane fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, the amount of Cad Bane fan fiction, I've probably, I should have totaled it up. <laughs> we probably could have released its own audio, like, its, its own audio book this year. Do you know, we should, we should keep some of the stuff that we cut out and just put the funniest bits out at the end of next year because we never do it snapshots after dark well you you it's a bit risky i know yeah yeah, well this is it like like you say you say the funniest bits but even then some of the funniest bits couldn't go out (laughs) uh maybe maybe uh maybe i will keep a folder in 2023 of tim's tim's after dark best bits and uh yeah at least the outro things aren't just me saying stupid things anymore. <laughs> no, well, this is it. I mean, this is probably because you keep forgetting to turn the laptop on in time, so you're always late, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to hear me rambling nonsense before we start. <laughs> and I've not been drinking as much, so I don't ramble as much nonsense. I'll say, well, I'm not sure we've moved on to shout-outs, but I'm going to thank you guys. It's been a nice, Aww. nice, nice year of uh, you know something to do, and yes, at, at times I've not wanted to do it uh, through you know stress and life and all this sort of stuff, but it has still been a constant in my life. So thank you all. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll share the same sentiment as well. I, I do actually look forward to doing the podcast and everything. It never feels like a chore. I always enjoy it. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> it's because Tim does all the hard work, Liam. You just sit down and spout off for an hour and a bit. Personal experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Tim feels exactly the same. <laughs> no, it's cool. I, I say it's you know we, we we've gone through quite a few different things with the podcast over the years, haven't we? And I think I've got certainly myself into a better place with um editing and and like you know how much i do and stuff like that and that's helped a lot because i think when we were doing three shows a week that was very much that was a chore well i say we were doing three shows a week i don't think it's only you i say this is it you know the longest the second longest serving after you is rich yeah i think rich was more you was was off and on weren't you you weren't as much for a bit it was bob and dan and colm and this was well, all pre-COVID, and then it became well, basically the well. Was, yeah, Bob it started Bob, off. Dan, will, will, Bob, will, Dan, and Bob weren't it? Yeah, the, the very first episode. Dan only ever did one episode. <laughs> Who's Dan? Dan's You've never met him. Mate. Oh, 
I've seen his name. He's the guy that Bob D will tell you uh, basically made cut at Worlds, then dropped uh, so that he could go and buy a car. And Bob D never forgave him. He didn't just make cut, he smashed everybody up and went 6 0 with Rack Whisper. And probably would have won the event if he'd continued playing the way he was playing. And then. Because it was the jump master, the triple jump master meta, and he beat three of them on the way through through um, Swiss. So he was like, "Yep, I can beat this," and was heading into cut. And in the end, it was the one that was won, I think, by one of the reeds with triple jump masters. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it might not have been. It might have been the one Ben Lee won. Actually, it was. It was the one Ben Lee won with Rack Whisper. So yeah, that's why Bob particularly didn't forgive him. <laughs> the list that he was playing and smashed up Swiss with won the event. So, last Nerf Herder champion, eternal Nerf Herder champion, since Nerf Herder doesn't happen anymore. I never got to go to that. It's a good big event. I've mm. only ever been to one. Raised a lot of money for charity. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, I'm ashamed that we uh, we never got the um, the card. Because they always did the the next one had the card made from the last one's winner, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have just been whisper though, because it was Dan. Yeah, it still would have been cool. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys wanna... Liam, you see that big empty that big empty space? <laughs> that host, that's where the host comes in and moves us on to the next thing. Well, luckily for me, <laughs> I already did it, and you interrupted. As a host, Rich, you should know better than that. <laughs> go on. <laughs> I'll go in my own time, not when you prompt me. Okay. I like that this is the second time you've done it and you're already bad at it. <laughs> I was already bad at it after the first time, mate. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll actually move on to actual shout-outs now before saying our goodbyes. So uh, I'll lead that one again. And say so, shout out to my chauffeur, Mr. Freeman. <laughs> uh, shout out to Gary Connor, as mentioned before in the podcast. And a shout out to you guys uh, and the rest of the Sith Taker guys. Uh, X Wing would not be the same without any of you. So hopefully I get more of it in 2023. Rich? Yeah, I'm not sure if I'd have kept going if there weren't so many great people. Your voice has changed, Rich. <laughs> um, you, you didn't stop me a bad host I was going to say um, just again to Dennis for TTT and to anybody who's been running online events over the last year um, particularly though to thank the TOs and the community groups who have started running in-person events and who are trying to get in-person events up and running and who are battling on when they get half a dozen or you know 10 or 15 players if you keep running events and if you keep pitching events um, and building your communities, then people will continue to come um, to your events. Um, it can be demoralizing when you put piles and piles and piles of effort into um, into you know creating an event and it just doesn't happen for you. But um, yeah, I, I hugely appreciate the opportunity to trundle to a store somewhere and just play some games with some people that I don't play often. Um, even if I don't get to do it often, the fact that I can is amazing. So, um, yeah, thanks to thanks to the people that do run events, basically. Um, and then shout out to Element Games, who um, have been, uh, or who have recently um, been 
given us a new what's his job events coordinator i think yep um rupert and he's um really shaken the place up and made it a lot better um it's a brilliant venue again um and i'm really looking forward to being able to show off to the community when you come to the open um <laughs> about how good it's got because we we aren't having the worry conversation. You guys can remember last year the worry yeah, yeah, conversation. There's quite we a lot like, of worry conversations. The toilets, the toilets block. If anybody does anything more than a wee in them, um, <laughs> and there's only two, and there's going to be a hundred nerds playing X Wing in that room, and you probably had a terrible diet. <laughs> yeah, everything's horrible. Everything's nasty. But Rupert's turned up and he's he's sorted it out like properly sorted it out, which is is fantastic. So. No, Ruben's um, a really nice guy. Yeah, I think that's me though. That's me done. So thank you very much again to you boys. Cheers. Cheers. Can I just? Tim? I just yeah. I'll just touch on something that Rich did say there as well. And um, if you are running in-person events, if you post it into the um, there's a very good Facebook group which is the Star Wars uh, X-wing UK and Ireland group. And if you tag Mr. Oliver Potnell, um, I believe he will still keep his uh tournament tracker going uh but that's that's uh, you know the first place you need to be sharing your event tell people about it like you know there are people here that want to practice for uh sift taker open that want to practice for worlds that will want to practice for other things uh if you are running an event in the northwest the midlands or whatever message us directly because we might be interested in coming down um you know by all means like i'm not saying for further people to fill, don't send us your events. Um, but it may not be something that we can personally attend, but we can certainly try and give you a shout out on the show. Um, it would be yeah. great, great to see um, in-person events growing and if we can help uh, promote that. But um, Ollie Potnell, um, hopefully he, he will be back in uh, the hot seat running his uh, tournament tracker. And that's a great resource for people. And if you're looking for in-person events, again, you could ask in the Facebook group. Um, you could, uh, you know, obviously you just look at the uh, the tournament tracker and um, hopefully be able to, um, uh, you know, f find the event. So it should be Star Wars X Wing UK forward slash IRL dot 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 and beyond is the group you're looking for, and that's like the main uh, group um, to go to. X-wing ready room is another alternative, but I think um, I think uh, UK Ireland and beyond is probably still the, the sort of the first place I would go. That's How's your time, Liam? Just should um, I play some film music? Elevate <laughs> <laughs> <Elevated> music. <laughs> I'll stream it from my head. Uh, do you want to do your shout outs now, Tim? Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've done some shout outs, haven't I? So, um, like, genuinely, I just think it's, uh, you know, it's been great to sort of see people about. And, um, yeah, th thanks to obviously the Sift Takers for supporting me and my events and, and uh, me playing at events. And, uh, yeah, best of luck. And I hope everyone has a great festive period and Christmas and whatever you may be doing. And, uh, yeah. New Year's. I'm gone, Ben. Uh, mine's only a quick one. I'm just going to shout out to all the uh, the X-Wingers who we meet when we're out and about. Um, Sif Takers. Obviously you boys. It's nice chatting to you every week. And also a little extra one for Tim for being my travel and snuggle buddy. Yeah, I look, I look forward to uh, our, our next trip. When you can be my trip daddy. 
<laughs> That's it. Liam gets to experience this. I hope you're organised because I'm. Oh, not. mate, you'll be everywhere what? on whoa, time. Whoa, whoa. What do you mean? Tim, you hope Tim. I'm organised? What? What was? What are the? What are the things you might describe me if you were ever going to descri- describe <laughs> Look how me? How offended he is at that? <laughs> how very dare you? That's who I am. <laughs> You you you've you've asked if you can stay at mine the night before we fly to Wales, which I said, yeah, that's fine. Um, however, we're getting up early, so there may not be any point going to bed. So that's that's what I've said. Just we'll just go out to town, have a few drinks, and then get get a flight to America. We'll be fine. We'll get Sith Taker open levels of drunk. Then yes, mm. last year at the Sith Taker open, Tim couldn't speak. <laughs> I'd been out drinking all day, and Tim was still somehow worse than me. No, no. In <laughs> fairness, I had been drinking since midday. Me and Connor went out yeah. for breakfast. But I, was, I, I, I was drinking pints of rum and coke. I've never seen you like that before. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you now, Tim, 1am is a weird time to decide to redecorate the bathroom. <laughs> hey, you know, the best thing, it wasn't my bathroom. <laughs> Absolute liberty. On thank, that note, thank you, Premier. That's that's my shout out for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the cleaning staff at the Premier Inn. <laughs> no, like any any good uh, person, I, I I sorted myself out. It was all fine. <laughs> On that note, also thank you for listening for this year, everyone. Uh, so it's a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from me, Toodles. Rich? Bye. Tim? Goodbye. And Ben? Bye. See you guys. Bye. All the wings report in. Red leader standing by. Gray leader standing by. Green leader standing by. Luck S foils and attack positions. May the force be with us. We've got to be able to get some kind of a reading on that shield up or down. Well, how could they be jamming us if they don't know? If we're coming. Break off the attack. The shield is still up. I get no reading. Are you sure? Pull up! All craft, pull up! Take a base of action. Green group, stay close to holding sector and each other. Admiral, we have enemy ships in sector 47. It's a trap! Last Christmas... Well done, Liam. Well done. That was almost average. (laughs) (laughs) In in terms of podcast delivery, that was almost, but not quite a full pint. (laughs) But bigger than a shot. (laughs) Bigger than a shot, but not quite a pint.
Oh, well, I remember that conversation, but I can't remember what. <laughs> like, I don't know why we were going on about it. It doesn't matter now. <laughs> well, I just say I am still recording this, and uh, we can take this opportunity because this could be an outro to apologize to everybody for just playing Wham. So I'm very sorry. No. Hey, hey, guys. <laughs> There's the one swear word you're going to leave into. <laughs> yeah. hey, we said it ended. If Tim's still recording, that's all on. Yeah. <laughs>